Welcome to the cult shop, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. multiple people here in the studio with us this eve they have come come inside the people have returned home <laughs> <laughs> and it's also disgustingly hot so i think they're just taking advantage of the ac and i don't fault them for that in fact i respect them more for it <laughs> it's actually kind of genius when you think it's actually about kind it of genius. oh yeah i'll go to the cult show yeah. filming free sure. ac let's do yeah. it why not and we usually have like snackies and like yep and stuff good company that also that and content <laughs> yeah except we were pretty mean to them actually when they came in at first we so. were not mean to them you were everybody just be warned this one this one is in a very salty mood it's today the, he's in a very salty mood it's the heat it's the heat and the back pain and the yeah. everything in general Aww. But anyway, Aww. no, don't feel bad for me, please. Mm. No, I don't want to do the show. I, I don't know. want to either. Let's just quit. We're going to have to take it off. Neil out <laughs> back it. and hit him with a shovel and yep, call it good. <laughs> call it good. Yeah, we're going to take old old Yeller to the to the woodshed. <laughs> <laughs> just make it quick. That's all I ask. So. Yeah, there's worse ways to go. Yeah. Then all your friends being like, "Bye, Neil." <laughs> <laughs> Everyone takes their turn. Yeah, everybody gets a, everybody gets a whack at it. It's like a pinata. Be like the old people in uh, Midsommar. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh, didn't finish it off. Better get in there. I know. Where's my my giant wood mallet? Uh, what I wouldn't give for a giant wooden mallet some days. Where's my croquet mallet? I'm gonna smash in some guy's head. Anyway, welcome to the cult show. It is a million degrees outside. We are coming to you live. From Santa Rosa, California. Downtown. Downtown. In the basement. In the basement. <laughs> it's actually getting hotter. I think they turned the AC I, off. On no, us. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, what are we doing? What's the. Uh, What's in the cups? What's in the cups? Oh, this is some delectable strawberry refreshing <laughs> water. Okay. Strawberry. strawberry. Not snozberries, but strawberry. Or as I like to call them strobs. Okay. Strobs for you who are in the know. Yeah. It's a little strob. What'd you hand me? I handed you today a Rodney Strong Chalk Hill Chardonnay. Yeah. That costs extra, by the way. Yeah. Why is it it Chalk Hill? That's that's the good stuff. That's the vineyard. That's the good stuff. Yeah. This is the, yeah. This is the stuff that only the winners get. Absolutely. Grown we, in, we must know someone that works there. Grown in the volcanic ashen <laughs> soils of Chalk Hill. A temperate AVA, just north of Santa Rosa. French oak fermented Chardonnay. Yum. Just for you guys. Thank you. Enjoy. Before we say cheers, what are we doing tonight? Tonight, we are talking about the amusement park. Less of a film, more of a public service announcement. <laughs> but um, it is a lost film that was recently um, restored, revived, made by maybe this guy. This guy right here. This guy right here. Mr. George Romero. With the glasses. He did it. 
Blame him. Blame him. Revere him. Thank him. Thank him. Everything. So cheers and happy Friday. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Chin chin. Super refreshed. That tastes like some chalk hill right there. Do you taste the chalk? I do. Or is it mostly hill? A little bit of volcanic ash. Yeah, I was going to say. It's it's kind of dripping off my tongue. It's a little heavy on the ash. What? We've had a lot of that here lately, though. Yeah, yeah. Heavy on the ash. Yeah. I've had some ash. Kind of go without it. So who's joining us, Caleb? All right. So in studio tonight, we've got, what are we going to call you? How about the matrons of murder? Laura and Mindy. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, we've got God on our side with the Reverend Michael B. Michael. Uh, and then joining us in chat, we've got uh, up in East Washington, Mark Vision's Truth. Way uh, up there. Hello, Mark. Way in the down under, we got Hungry Boy. <laughs> way Everyone in is in these extreme locations. <laughs> down in Pismo, we've got Pismo Mark. Hismo. And of Here. course, we've got our Furby friend, Hi, Tommy. Tommy. Hello, Tommy. Hello. Yay. Welcome, everyone. Thank Hi. you for being here. We appreciate it. We do. It's going to be a fun show. Yeah. Full of this salt is... and vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is a very lighthearted film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very, very palatable. Goes down smooth. Yeah. It doesn't cause anybody any existential dread whatsoever. None. None, Neil's poor none, wife. None. <laughs> She's fine. She got over it. She got over it. Uh, yeah. Probably. She's fine. Yeah. No. It's it's a lot. It's it's a it's a lot to think about this film. So we'll talk about it. It is. Yeah. So, what happened to you this week aside from the what heat happened to me and the work? So melted. That was. Yeah. That happened. Uh, it, for those who don't know where we live, it was been like, it was like in the nineties, then it was like a hundred, then it was in the nineties again, upper nineties. So we've just been, we've just been like cooking. It's been like roasting. Um, and if I live in a town North, it's like a, like three degrees higher. So we've yeah. been like in the 103 ish area. Yeah. <sighs> like Sonoma <laughs> County has like a lot of microclimates, I guess. We and do like, actually. Yeah. yeah. And you live in like basically a high desert. <laughs> <laughs> I desert of Sonoma County. I'm like tucked in amongst a crop of like trees and like a hill, so I'm not in as bad of a situation. So, but poor Neil, those skeletons in his skeleton army—they're—they're they're very thirsty. I actually had to go feed them some water. Did they actually come by? That's true. Well, I mean, how do you think they became skeletons in the first place? Yeah, they cooked. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we had a John or Junkies episode, um, which was really cool and for some reason i can't get this title stick in my head but it is unburied a collection of queer dark fiction it's a short story collection it's a lot of horror but it also has some um sci-fi some fantasy uh, a dark fable and they're all by or about um queer people um who are just in these genre settings and um it was awesome. It was really, really awesome. So I highly recommend checking out. There's some really um, disturbing horror stories in this one, too, for us horror, horror peeps. And I am all caught up on all two episodes of Loki. <laughs> and it's great, right? You're loving God, it. Just, 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 okay. just take a nap for a minute. <laughs> Sleep. 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 <laughs> 
sleep. Like, how amazing is that? It is so good. So Loki's definitely one of my favorite Marvel characters. And even though Neil does not like Marvel, Caitlin and I do, a lot of people who watch the show do, so we're just going to have ourselves a moment. Yeah. I feel like every Marvel show is, like, better than the last. And I'm like, how, how, how are we doing this? How is this possible? I don't know. It's all so good. And then and all funny. of this is going to somehow tie into a, another Avengers movie? What? What? Well, in other films in general. Yeah. And um, uh, Luke Wilson. Owen Wilson? Which one? Which one <laughs> Owen. is it? It's <laughs> Owen. He's so funny. And he and Loki, they're on this like, buddy cop show, kind basically. Of, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Chef's kiss. Mwah. <laughs> Hello. Hi. How's it going? He's back. Just to clarify, though, I'm also not a DC guy. It isn't like a DC versus Marvel thing. It's a, oh, no. If anybody's really still having those arguments that. about DC versus Marvel, I'm going to need you to see yourself out. Like, <laughs> 1998 called. They want they want their argument back. Um, what did y'all do? Y'all. What did y'all do? What did, y'all, what did Caleb you do? Done? You done? Is I'm done. That's I always look I forward to Caleb's. All right. Oh, and by the way, Tommy, I see that your 12 Furbies are sleeping, so we'll be quiet. <laughs> Um, okay, so I watched, uh, for the very first time, Train to Busan. Oh, oh cool. Um, so good, yeah. I really, really, really We should that. do that and do Peninsula. Um, I needed, uh, after after yeah. watching the, uh, what was it, the, the, the Army of the Dead? Yes. You know, I needed <laughs> a good zombie movie, and I'd heard nothing but good things about, about this one, and damn, that was... I liked it. We gotta do we gotta do that in Peninsula because there's a lot to talk about, okay. and it's um I've watched Train to Busan I think I think like three times I've watched wow. it. Okay, more than one needs to. Okay, or maybe not. No, maybe maybe not. need to watch it like four more times. Yeah, you never know. Maybe. Yeah. All right, I'm down. Um, and then I read a couple books. Uh, one which I did not like, Blackwood Farm by Anne Rice. You didn't like Blackwood Farm. I did Farm. not like. No. <laughs> no. I have to. Um, okay, we'll discuss. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk later. I'm just I saying. Mean, you don't have to like it's, every it's book. Probably in you know so far my least favorite in that wow. entire series. So wow. Um, and then one I did like uh, the Light Fantastic, which is book two of the Discworld by Terry Pratchett. So now I'm two down and like 98 to go or something. You're making so. a dent in it. Yeah, I'm getting there. You got a piece of it this week, Caleb. I did. And then finally, today is my parents' 55th wedding anniversary, and Holy I know they're not watching, shit. but happy anniversary, mom and dad. Yay, Richard and Wendy. That was 50, 55, five, 55, five. Two fives. One five followed by another five. <laughs> Ow. That's in, what that number is. is. Sammy Hagar could not drive. 55. <laughs> perfect. 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 Aw, that's so cute. That's great. We're ha- dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the rate this planet's going, no one's going to see that number. I have known, known Richard and Wendy for 30, 55 years. 30 years. 30 years. 30 years. You were there. You officiated so, their wedding 55 so, years ago. Did not. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. I did film one of Caleb's brothers' marriages, though. That's true. So, you but did. and they're still married too. Yeah. Sure. All because of they'll go back and look at my filming. Yeah. And they and go, this is why we like, stayed together. So I'll have to ask them, Do you still have that VHS tape? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever transfer that to DVD? Because if not, you might want to. Yeah. It's probably degraded. Or maybe by now. Yeah. It's degrading. It's degrading. <laughs> Um, congratulations, Richard and Wendy. That's awesome. So sweet. Yeah. Let's see. For me, 
from what I didn't watch very much. Um, I have more of the fun things, right, that happened to me. Sure. That I always talk about. Please. I.e., I went to the doctor this last week. Wow. <laughs> That's super fun. What did you have done? <laughs> so, <laughs> did you get your lip filler? It looks good. You know what? I just did the eyebrows this week, this trip. Yeah. <laughs> so, it looks, that looks nice. So, yeah, the lips, I go every other month for those. Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> the guy, I went because I have, I haven't gone in a while just to begin with, but I've got uh, shoulder issues. Like, I have. He does. They hurt. Like, when I lift my arms, like, they hurt. He can't dance. So, right now I'm on crystal meth, so it's okay. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, so I, I had gone previously to the doctor about two years ago. He They gave me the cortisone shots. If it hurts again... You have to come back, and then we'll have to do the surgery. Uh, that doctor since had to go away because he was doing uh, unscrupulous uh, insurance things, so they kicked him out. Shady. So, I know. Like, like giving unnecessary cortisone shots? No, it was more like, <laughs> it was like bigger things than that. So That was a small effect. Those were necessary, my friend. So you went to a new doctor. So I went to a new guy, mm-hmm. and then they had to go through the, do the x-rays, do the whole thing. Anyway, so I got my cortisone shots in both shoulders now, which is wonderful. Is it feeling better? So this one is... Pretty decent. This one still is it pretty far It takes a while along. for it to like. But this one was like bad to begin with. But that's when you might need like. It, 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 yeah, they have to go in. They're gonna yeah. go in. They have to go in and do. I some, really want some, him to live chopping. stream the going in. Yeah, we'll see if we can do him to do that. If I can come in and film, that'd be like. That'd be excellent. <laughs> I know. Okay, I'll try. To, I will try. Producer to Scott that. there and some lights and yeah. Some, yeah. I've, Let's nope. do it. I've nope. sat in on a few <laughs> on a few surgeries in my day. Maybe so. we'll go for my vasectomy instead. Let's see if we can get that done. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do that. I I, I feel you on that one. Um, Anyway, so when I went, but the doctor had to refer me right to the guy. What do you call him? The orthodontist? Orthodontist. That might be a problem. Anyone know what you call for the orthopedic surgeon? There you go. Thank you. So, um, <laughs> orthodontist surgeon. <laughs> you know, he works on your shoulders. And your teeth at the same time. I'm old. Don't mock me. Don't mock the elderly, boy. Did you learn nothing from tonight's film? Really? Did you learn nothing? We're shame. 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 So, okay. Shame. Anyway, the doctor, the general doctor, right, mm-hmm. said, hey, have you gotten a colonoscopy yet? And I said, why? No, I have not. Never? No. Because I have not wanted. Really well, much wanted, wanted to. One, but... Well, they recommended 50, and then they just lowered it to 45. But he was like, you know, you're at that age now where you possibly could do it. He's like, what if we, they have this thing where you can, um, like a screen, they can do a stool sample and do it that way. And that, and then when you're 50, then you do it. I'm like, that's, that sounds good enough. I'll do that. He's like, okay, great. So he signs me up for the, the screening thing. And then in the mail, I get this wonderful package and I have to shit into a bucket, basically. <laughs> so it's like this wonderful bucket. Literally, it's a bucket, you know, and you have to dookie in it. And then put some liquid with it, and then you got to stick a stick in it. I have, they want I you... have questions. <laughs> yeah, well, first of all, are we sure this is from your doctor? Like, positive. I was wondering why there's a camera at the bottom of the bucket. Like that seems weird, but okay. Yeah. Um, do you mail it back? You mail it back within one. You have to send it back like that that day or the next day. How is that legal to mail that? To mail poop? You don't tell the UPS store, I guess. You just. <laughs> You just like yes, put it in the run before you get arrested. Yeah, pretty H- much. Hope that doesn't leak. <laughs> oh the bucket, my god! The, <laughs> the bucket seal is pretty tight, so you know. So it's more of a jar. No, it's a, it's a bucket at the top. 
It's like a Scrooge. It's like, like a mason jar. That's what I'm saying. It's really good yes, more than it's a bucket. Mason. Then we're going to pickle it. And then we're going to... It'll be next year's pickles. Mm-hmm. So that's not the one I got. I've yeah. gotten I've gotten two of those. You did one of those? Two I've of those. Had, I've had a colonoscopy too and an endoscopy. Well, I'm, I'm on your fun life, so they say African American, you know, are higher <laughs> risk of of colon cancer. cancer so. so you gotta get. Do you but, yeah. into a bucket? Mm-mm. No, they, they just... give you a piece of like. <laughs> I seriously, cannot believe that we're talking about this, but <laughs> 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 they give you a little piece of paper that yeah. you sit. Put in, in inside your toilet bowl. Yeah, this is the you, traditional you, way. Yeah. You, you do your business. You poke it with a stick. You put it in the little jar. You wrap it. Right. In, I've done that. You wrap it in that, and then you for put fun. it into a, a, for has, money. a hazmat, you know, or a ha- hazardous materials bag, and then mail it back. Wow, mailing it. I don't. That's mm. I've, I've done what he's done before when they and had in it, the, the mail stomach. throws me but okay fine i mean who am i to quit it's fine put it in the mail. i mean it wasn't like brown smears on the outside of the package or anything it was nice and clean <laughs> they don't know what's going on that's good so i, I gotta be honest it's it's anyway but it's it was your, a, it that's was your life thing. now it was a whole thing it was a whole that's your whole life now that's my life <laughs> they know. give you this big plastic thing and put in the toilet and the bucket goes in the middle and <laughs> I guess so I'm just not understanding that whole part. Me too. <laughs> they, they need a whole yeah. sample, apparently. They I don't know. I don't thing. make it up. I'm wow. imagining like a janitor's bucket. <laughs> like, I'm yeah, not it's imagining like, anything No, I mean, subtle. it's like Home Depot, the orange bucket you pick up. Oh, my God. It's a <laughs> bucket. Yeah. Oh, I did have one other piece of news. Okay. <laughs> I got Crocs. <laughs> I'm wearing them right now. And Hungry says they do it my way in Australia. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Let's talk about my Crocs, though. Please. So, <laughs> like, like, my poop's not important. We'll talk no, about your no, Crocs. I feel instead. like it's important and we gave it enough time. Um, so, and so we're now back to Croc it's Talk. Time for Croc Talk. Which is going to become a regular segment on the show. Um, <laughs> Caleb and I have actually seen, we've been talking about it. Like, Croc Talk's not going anywhere. Um, so I released, like, a press statement to my friends about the Crocs. First thing. <laughs> First thing. Yes, I did get the Crocs. Uh, partially ironically, <laughs> but they're a lovely lavender color. They are incredibly comfortable. They are incredibly right? comfortable. You, I, didn't, I didn't doubt you and everybody else who loves them, but it's nice to know the rumors are true. Um, I will not be wearing them with socks. I will not. Well, no, I'm going to wear them in public. I'm wearing them in public right now. Uh, I'm, I, I will not be taking any further questions about the croc. Um, no, it's it's awesome. It's a very comfortable shoe. See, I see you've got the strap. I did. I put it in sport mode for the Yeah, evening. you're like four-wheeling right now. Yeah. I couldn't do that. It actually rubbed a... Rubbed a hole in you? It rubbed my ankle raw. Oh, yeah. no! Kill, can't go sport mode! <laughs> Bummer, dude! So, yeah, my heel strap is flipped up well and i think if you're just around the house you don't need that heel strap no i mean they're not going anywhere they're not going anywhere they fit properly yeah it's just when i was here and walking around i was like hmm, i'm gonna be sport mode about it you know um i will and keep... i love them they look great Thank i know you. you all can't see them out there but they're, they're wonderful cute. they are cute um i would like some cool <laughs> charms like some witchy crock charms tommy do you have any furby crock charms i would take a furby <laughs> It's a segment, Neil. It is. Clearly. I know. You've got your pointless entertainment history. We've Sandra got Croc and I Talk. I now have Croc Talk. 
Scott, we're going to need some theme music. We're going to need <laughs> we're going to need cock theme music, please. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're done. Did you do anything else or just the Did bucket? You guys know. <laughs> The bucket was like, you know, that was a whole day and that a half. That was major. That's major. That's major. They gave me a major. stick to poke at it on purpose. Um, the Spice Girls. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Wanna about this. be 25 years old this week. Yes, and they're coming out with some a new new music. Yeah, like a new version of the song or something, right? I am so excited. And Posh Spice, Victoria Beckham, who's hard to get to like commit to things in the spice uh, world package, the spice cabinet, the spice Spice. rack. Um, She is going to be on it. So it's very exciting um, for us young Chitlins that um, grew up on the, on the spice girls. I'm stoked, man. And we were just talking about them. So I think us talking about them has inspired this. Clearly we are the influencers of all things. (laughs) Pop culture. Pop culture, especially in the UK with them spices. Anyway, 25 years. I just can't believe it. Congratulations to them. Yeah. Time goes so fast. Just marching on. Uh, and then finally, let's just bring up real quick about the fact that tomorrow is the first federally recognized Juneteenth. Yeah. Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yes. It's nice. Absolutely. They did that, and it's a, new, a brand new holiday, basically. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it's yeah. very cool. Um, while we're in there passing some bills and things, I've got a list of some <laughs> stuff we can get done. Um, on the Juneteenth one, yeah. I would also like to recommend the For the People Act, the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act, and the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act. So just, we'll just take care of a few things. Okay, do some more. I made it for already in there. All right. <laughs> Doing June 19th, let's just take care of a few other things. There you go. Yeah. You should talk louder, though. You should do a little louder. Tell your congresspeople <laughs> the cult show sent you. <laughs> and find new subscriber alert. Bran McCo. Bran McCo. It was literally an M with an apostrophe. Yep. K-O. That's cool. Thank you, Bran. Yeah. Welcome. Thank Welcome you. to this uh, family. I don't know if you want to be a part of it. <laughs> so this just hit my spoon. <laughs> Uh-oh. You got to give it a... Okay. What's next? Uh, <laughs> my voice cracked. Uh, Puberty, man. Puberty is next. Okay. Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> are you not going to talk you? about the movie? We're ready? Yeah. Well, right? I don't know what else you got on that's there. It. You no, don't I'm let done. me see your notes. That's, that's always the last one. The page. The, page, the, the page. flipping of the page There's, indicates. That's, that's your cue. That's your cue. <laughs> hey, and you And you missed your mark. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm sorry, Laura and Mindy. It's your first time here. I don't know what the hell's going on. Salty, salty name. I told you he was salty. Didn't I say it? Okay. So we're going to talk about the amusement park. Um, This is a lost film that was restored. You can find it on Shudder. And I heard it was on Amazon or it will be on Amazon. I don't. Don't quote me on that, but um, you can definitely watch it on Shutter right now. Um, what is there really to say about it? And in like summary, it is a literal PSA. It was a um, public service thing that he made uh, from the Lutheran Service Society uh, to kind of talk about aging and social issues around aging and the elderly. Um, the 
non-rich folks. <laughs> yeah. And it's set in an amusement park. Yeah. It's a wonderfully depressing <laughs> take on <laughs> growing old. Yes. So, yeah. There's a few films that I watch that from time to time that make me think like, man, I'm not looking forward to a year from now when I'm that age. <laughs> our, um, so. our society doesn't handle aging well. We really tend to um, put a lot of emphasis on worship on youth. And um, that's just kind of the way it is, at least in our country. Yeah. You know, other countries and other cultures have a lot different view on it. But we don't treat our elderly very well. And... <laughs> Not a lot has changed <laughs> since this movie was made. Um, little note on the restoration. This comes up at the beginning. It's an indie collect restoration, which I thought was cool that they have this at the start of the film. Hashtag save indie films. The 4K digital restoration of the amusement park was created in consultation with Suzanne de Reuscher Romero on behalf of the estate of George Romero with support from the George A. Romero Foundation. And I love anything where we want to preserve film, and especially indie film. I think that's incredibly important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Especially from filmmakers that we love. And we do love them. We do. Yeah. Yeah. We do love them. And there are already Um, so many films that are probably lost forever that will never, you know. Yeah. Never get to have that. No one will ever get to see again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can see why... A lot of we were very excited for this. Yes. We were because we are Romero fans, <laughs> and we we're very excited for it. And um, I can see why a lot of Romero fans were especially like jazzed for it because they love his social commentary in horror films. He is one of the um, a lot of horror films films in general, but especially horror films have social commentary. But he's like he's kind of up there as a benchmark. Mm-hmm. And of course, a lot of his films have kind of. Uh, you know, passed into that pop culture barrier where it's just, you know, everybody's seen. Right. Night of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, so on and so forth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's, and it's just exciting that when one of your favorite filmmakers, not to say, like, you know, figuratively come back from the dead and then there's a new film, a new piece of content from them that you actually get to see. And it, from the and Godfather of the Dead, it's kind of fitting. That's <laughs> a good point, actually. Um, I read an article, and I, I feel bad. Like, just Google. I think it was New York Times. I, I don't remember. But um, the his wife, who they were just mentioning about, um, she was talking about how he was Romero was a news junkie, and how he um, he really, despite apparently you know what he sometimes said, he really did want to make films that were about something. Um, it's obvious, like, it's obvious, it's incredibly obvious in his films that he had a lot to say. Yep. Um, so this is no different. And in fact, this is him being straight up like, no, public service announcement. I'm making this art with my touch and my vision and, well, theoretically with his name behind it, mm-hmm. even though it didn't quite work out that way. Right. No, absolutely. No. I mean, I, I can't... I can't imagine ever him ever saying, no, 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 it was all, it was never planned. It was just, you know. He has said I, I that about. He said I, that, yeah. but it's the same, but I yeah. can't, I mean. Well, no one know. believes him. No, I mean, with a <laughs> wink and a smile and a, yeah. you know. He, uh, it was almost like him saying that is them being a political act in and of itself. Mm-hmm. To be like, what? I just picked the best person for the role. And I don't I, know. And I just loved those movies as a kid mm-hmm. for what they were, you know, the face value entertainment of them. 
And then as you get older and then see more into the films, it just makes them so much better. Like we're so just much talking bigger about the show. Grander. Yeah, especially the first one. Yeah. <laughs> the first few. Even like the ones that aren't as famous. I mean, like the crazies and that kind of stuff. That, I love you know, the crazies. There's, there's some commentary in that. Oh, absolutely. So. There's a well to be explored there. <laughs> there's a well. There's a well of Romero. <laughs> so where do we start with this film? Um, like, what, I've got my notes. I've got my notes. Lincoln Manziel? I think it's like Mazel or Mazel. Mazel? Like, I don't think it's Mazel. I think it's Let's like just say Mazel. Lincoln Mazel. Let's say Mazel. Just mumble it. Just Lincoln. How about Lincoln? <laughs> Lincoln. Heck of a guy. Heck of a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a great actor. Um, his accent, though. That accent, though, was cracking me up. <laughs> it is like some accent from a bygone era on the East Coast. And I just, it made me giggle. <laughs> but he's he's still fine and obviously he really carries the whole movie there's some other actors in it but not many as they state most of these people are volunteers that that did this film yep. which is um kind of genius kind of revolutionary i i don't know like yeah smart. i mean it's, it's definitely a cheap way to make a, a movie it's cheap <laughs> and you have like i mean everybody in the movie looks like real people right because they are yeah and it kind of hammers home your point when you're making this type of a film where you're touching on um, everything from especially ageism, but you also see ableism, sexism, some stuff you could interpret as um, racism. I don't know if, like, it was supposed to be because, like, I, I don't know. I don't know if, like, that was as much of focus as some of the other isms, but um, it's actually a diverse group of people in it. Everybody is not white. It actually reflects um, the population, which is pretty cool too. Right. Yeah. 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 No, it's got some really, again, fantastic stuff in it that is depressing. And yeah. I mean, like, again, it made me, you know, I don't, you can make fun of this film if you want to, because of its age. Yeah. And, and, and it's, there's some stuff about this kind of clunky, Kind of, you, you know, I so I went back and like kind of scanned the movie again, mm-hmm. you know, because I was going through on do my notes and I was looking. Um, and I, the more I watched it again, mm-hmm. I kind of think that clunkiness is disorienting. Yes, which I think is deliberate. actually more the deliberate yeah. the point of it. I I think you're totally right, but it's um it doesn't make for like a totally smooth viewing it experience. It does not. No, it yeah. does not. Um, yeah. it's loaded with symbolism, and of course, I should point out too. Um, there's a whole thing about um class and wealth is also huge in this because that's something yeah. that affects right. a lot of folks. But especially as we get older, there's not a lot of things in place. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to skip to the end yet. We'll. We'll get there. What a killer. What do you, what do you, what's your initial yeah. impressions? Jeez. <laughs> oh, I won't, I won't, bu- I won't bum rush you if you like. You know. Yeah. No, I, I, cause I, I still, I'm, I'm really not sure, um, what, what I feel about it. Like, yeah. you know, on the, on the one hand, like my initial thought was he just keeps bombarding you with all of these things, but, there's no resolution. There's no, there's not even a, you know, this is how we fix it. it. You know, it's just sort of left like, be nice to the old people, you know? <laughs> yeah, be nice um, to people, be and, nice to old people. And, you know, we all know as a society, like, that's just not how we work, you know? It's kind of not. Um, I see, you know, I recognize its importance. Um, and so I'm just sort of left with this, like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I think 
that's fair because I don't know if I like this movie. It's very even loosely a movie. Um, it's a piece of, I don't know what you would even call it. Just a, a, a PSA, a, a, a piece of it's like a short film. Yeah. But it's uh, it with is. like a message, like a yes. commercial, right? <laughs> but for something you don't buy just for somewhere, you know, so it's like, you can't really say like, Oh my God, I just loved it. I mean, you could, but I don't think a lot of people are going to be like that. They're not going to be like, I hated it or I loved it because we're not used to seeing stuff like this. Right. Yeah. I just felt I needed to start contributing more to my 401k. <laughs> that was, that's, um, that's a great takeaway, Caleb. That's actually a really great takeaway yeah. because Have you I can't, done enough? <laughs> you, you cannot count on society or anybody else. Um, caring for you right right yeah it's no it's yeah and I, for me again the second time is but like i didn't watch the whole thing i kind of skipped around but it was yeah okay it, it helps actually the second time to kind of get a little more from it i think but it's it's brutal and i remember even the first time I, again i won't go to the end either but there's that one scene at the end when he's crying and i was just like damn that really kind of hit me it's well so. it's upsetting yeah it it's super upsetting but, i think for me when i started to kind of connect to the film is um, when they're on the little train thing and they get off and all the young people have luggage and the old people get a coffin. Um, it's like, oh. I was going to ask you guys about that. I'm glad you guys actually said that. So yeah. I didn't quite understand. I didn't grasp that. Yeah. They, well, I mean, it's just kind of like, here's your imminent death. You don't get to take luggage and plan on going on adventures anymore. This is or seeing your family because one people yeah. got greeted by their family. Exactly. Right? Here's what you get: you get death waiting for you. Because um, okay. that's why I took it. With that, there were there were uh, two. I guess they were priests, right? They were carrying a big yes. Bible. Yes. And then um, our main character tried. There was a, there was a coffin, not a coffin, a big box. So we kind of took to be a coffin. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a lady sitting on it. Right. And then the, the our main character was trying to get the priest to go to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying and, to get religion to help. And them. they wouldn't do it. But yes. then there was a guy with money, and they went to the guy with the money. Yeah. So is that? That's. I mean, that's overt. Like, this you literally, that's what that is. Yeah. Because like, oh, okay. there's another part too when he tries to go to the church for help and they're closed and they have like right. a little clock sign. And I think that's kind of, you know, saying uh, that people want to go to these institutions for help, but they can't always get help from them or it has to be within, you know, oh, I'm sorry. Like there's rules or there's parameters and you would want to think that those institutions would help folks whenever, no matter but, what, whenever, but it's closed. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. a big, that's a big bummer. Okay. So the movie opens inside a very white room. Very white room. <laughs> with a beat-up elderly gentleman. Our which, narrator. So I actually didn't grasp that it was the same guy at first. Really? No. <laughs> wow. I, thought, I thought just like, I thought like they all just go there. Okay. You know uh, what I mean? Kind of thing. And then, yeah, yeah they look kind of similar, but his hair was messed up enough and... I didn't quite grasp it first. And, yeah, you know. I didn't. Okay. I, I was like, right. I thought it was one guy, and then there's a new guy coming in, and the new guy goes out and has to deal with the outside. <laughs> you know, the, okay. the the there's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing out you, there. You won't like it. You won't like it. <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of funny because we watched this all together after Neil tried to watch it without us. That's another story. Um, and it was so effing hot outside, and it was like a mood. It was like, this man is so right. There is nothing, nothing for you. Stay inside. Yeah, it was very nice inside. It was, it was great inside. Neil's air-conditioned 
castle? Some may call it a castle. Fortress? I don't know what you it prefer these days. It was the skeletons minions doing the, uh, oh, the, you know, <laughs> the banana leaves. It's not Central Air? So, no, It's just them no. with some fronds? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> um, Why pay for the electricity? Okay. <laughs> um, of course, there's, like, some of the super upsetting moments are, like, when his... His groceries get like all the skew. I don't don't ask why he's getting groceries at the amusement park. It's not important. It's symbolism. It's yeah. symbolism. It's all it symbolism. Is, you know, he's using his tickets because I think he was going to go feed the people that didn't have any yes. food. Right. Oh yeah, because that's after the scene with um the man with the cutaway coat <laughs> and he gets to have a fine dining experience right. while um people who are poor, normal, elderly um, have to sit over there. Right. And then they pick up the rich man because he does not like the view. He no, he doesn't like, like seeing, having to see it. Yeah. You know, so they, they turn the table Literally. and then the, yeah. the, the waiter and the maitre d' pick the chair up that the, that the rich man is sitting in right. and turn it so he doesn't even have to stand up. So then he goes and gets groceries because I think he's going to to help, to help out the people that don't have any. I mean, he's very altruistic throughout this entire thing. He's he's all he is trying to do. It seems like is help people. Yeah, um, and, and, to, and and at yeah. every turn he gets thwarted somehow. Yes, uh, by things bigger than he, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Um, and that feels like so accurate. I'm not saying there's a lot of people with money who are very altruistic, but there's a lot who aren't and they prefer to not see it, not know about it, not hear about it. Um, cause it's inconvenient for them yeah. or perhaps cause they're greedy. So, um, if you have money, be altruistic with it, you know, <laughs> at very least buy a cult show. <laughs> Coming soon. Yes. Cause we are merch. needy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That'll help the elderly. <laughs> We're elderly. That's true. Two, two out of the four of us. Anyway. <laughs> this is the greatest way you can, the greatest and most immediate way to help your elders. You I need sponsor, my meds. You two can sponsor a Caleb or a Neil. Or a Neil. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to put them in a home soon. <laughs> Got to get there. See, it's just the most sad crying well, plea you can make. Here. Um, My name's Sarah McLaughlin. If you don't help Caleb and Neil soon, they're going to turn into a pile of dust. You could buy this mug. Uh, by the way, real quick, uh, both Enoch and Macy have joined. Enoch and Macy. Welcome. I love it. Um, <laughs> Is Tommy still with us? Uh, so far. Castle no. bedtime. Oh, no. uh, I'm heading off the cult show. Okay. Oh. Tommy Spooky. is Never leaving mind. a little Spooky bit. Spooky Boo so. is here. Spooky Boo? Oh, Spooky Boo. Spy Tommy. Have a good night. Kiss the Furbies for us. Yeah, kiss the... All 12. All 12. <laughs> and hello, Spooky Boo. Hello, Spooky Boo. Um, what was it? Bumper was cars. The bumper cars. Bumper cars. <laughs> um, so first of all, it was like very funny because I love bumper cars. And I was like, why aren't they crashing? But then it was... <laughs> well, they do crash. Right. So first there's an elderly couple. Yes. And they are giving the... Everybody's just in a leisurely stroll in their car. But they give the male an eye test first before they can get on to the bumper cars. Yes. And he fails. So the wife has to drive. Yes. Right. And they get into a car accident. A bumper car accident. Not their fault. (laughs) Yeah. Did you guys... I figured out after the second view who was driving the other bumper car. 
It was George Romero. Oh, oh was that him? Yes. No. Okay. We yeah. saw that his name was in the credits. Yeah. We were like, who? We were like, who's he playing? No, I, I, okay. After the second time, I was like, oh. <laughs> oh <my laughs> it was like an audible, you know. Careful. Careful. No, no I'm sorry. <laughs> I, get, I, get, I get excited. Okay. It's okay. My diaper's oh in place. We're okay. <laughs> okay, so that's who that was. Yeah, and considering how like disrespectful he was. Right. It's like, okay, only George could be that. You know, could play that character because... He's brilliant. a director, so it's okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's okay. brilliant. I wish we'd known that the first time we saw it. Yeah. Um, so that sucks. They get basically blamed for it, even though another elderly person is like, you know, our narrator's like, no, like they didn't do anything. The uh, cops don't listen to them. The insurance people aren't sympathetic or whatever. Right. Yeah. It, and uh, then we later see the that couple, the gentleman is on a pony ride, which ponies are great but that sort of thing is generally regulated for children so it's like you lose your agency and you have to be treated like a, a kid then right yeah. yeah when you're a grown-ass adult who as we see in some other scenes like i don't know if it's the same guy i don't think so another guy he served the country he's like in full regalia and he's still uh laughed at and mocked by by the crowd yes so it's kind of like no matter what you do if you get old you're guilty yeah, that scene with the, the bumper card thing, and it's, it's kind of funny because they use the movie was shot. I'm gonna guess, I don't want to say 16 millimeter. I'm, I'm gonna say 16. I, Could I have been know. eight, but probably 16 at the yeah, time. I don't know. But, yeah. So they didn't. They didn't. The, the soundtrack, most of it was you know after the fact. You need a lot of ADR or, or um, um, sound effects, Foley work, that kind of stuff. Right. So like when they're in the bumper cars. You know, it was like, <laughs> so good. There's some cards. RPMs you know, going on. And they there. get yeah. the crash. It's literally, right. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And it's then, basically like the stock sound that they use in like every yeah. 1950s movie. Yeah. <laughs> but then they get out and start yelling and then the cop comes and does the whole right. traffic thing. Ugh. But so there's a lot of, I mean, it's, the movie's an allegory. Yes. It's an, I yeah. mean, it's just this allegorical. Layers upon layers. Yeah. I mean, basically, uh movie about ageism and discrimination and all kinds of stuff. But. And then you get shoved into the home where you get to go through some really scary physical therapy. <laughs> it was Holy very aggressive smokes. physical therapy. Yeah. I yes. thought physical therapy it, Me too. it wasn't like that. No, I yeah, same. Maybe we weren't old were, enough for they that. They were very gentle. <laughs> yeah, they were very gentle with me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it sucks. sucks to get shoved into a home and patronized and talked down to and have your adult privileges taken away, essentially. Yes. Yeah. It's a very scary, uh, yeah. So it fits that it's like the fun house segment of the right, film. Right. Um, I wish I could have played the fortune teller. I think I would have brought something to the role. <laughs> magic, magic. I actually magic. liked that. I love that segment. I'm just so saying. I sh- I'm just saying. I should have played her. No, I, I like what I liked about it. Um, is how they that, actually. First of all, the actress. She was fairly animated, considering we're, at that point we're so used to watching a lot of ho hum, depressed, elderly yeah. folks. She, she she brings something else. There was a little the, bit yeah. of like she was kind of like, but it was the scenes where she kind of was like kept looking around her ball, her she crystal did. ball, and like kind of moving around a little bit. You know, it was kind of it was interesting how they did that. They shot that, yeah, actually. But I liked, yeah, because then you're kind of like in this like um, I don't know more whimsical, dreamier, unreality. And the music was very, yeah. like, trippy, kind of psychedelic. And you see this couple, this is why I like is because you see this young couple who's very happy and, like, obviously newly in love, and they're like, oh, what's in our future? And then, like, they see what it is, and um, 
well, I guess their relationship isn't strong enough <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> no. yeah. And it's scary. It's sad. Like, I mean, it's not a, I feel horrible even saying this. It's not like a strong actress in the role of the, um, older woman. But, um, so it kind of, I don't know, it, it makes you kind of like, you know, kind of squint a little bit, made me squint, <laughs> made us all squint okay. a little bit. But, um, it, the, what she's going through is horrifying that her husband needs help and the doctors don't care. And she feels powerless. She feels helpless. Nobody, nobody will help her care for this person who's dying. Um, that's a real thing that right. really ha- that happens right. to people today. Not just dying, but dying alone in a, in a building that is falling apart. Right. You know, there's a slum lord guy that like owns it who doesn't care. And when kind of confronted, he's like, "Well, it's these type of tenants, you know, like they're right. they're, they're trash. <laughs> like right. they they don't deserve anything." And the um yeah, the doctor is off being I don't know. He's wearing like a frilly cravat thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He looks like Austin Powers. Was that like a statement on the doctor too? Because he was just busy. Like he couldn't. I think it was like he had money and he was partying. Because he was like he was like chatting with people. Yeah, he wasn't like giving them care, helping other people. No, I think he was like living (laughs) it up. He was so busy in his doctor's office that he didn't have time to. I I read it what the way it looked because he looked. He was like all shiny and fancy and talking to all these young people and stuff. Is that he was like. Just I think care. maybe it was he preferred to serve the young people. That could be could be a little bit of both. I right. think it was kind of like something were, like that. I, I felt like he was busy, but he was only working with with who yeah. he the wanted younger to work. Folk that, okay. You know. Okay. Um, one of my favorite things, probably one of yours too, maybe Caleb's, is um, the reoccurrence of death throughout. <laughs> okay. Like literally, the person dressed as death, like right. in a costume with the cheesy mask and like a toy sickle and like a little cape and it's clearly a costume and it was just like such a brilliant use of the device of normal everyday people in an amusement park that it's like it's a kid in a costume it's fine but it's no actually you're imminent death right around the corner that keeps creeping by right but it's like very quick like on the train or a pass by on the carousel or walks by like like sasquatch real fast it's me death what yeah and of course um i know caleb's favorite part was the biker scene (laughs) you were the most vocal about that part and the uh okay out of all of the things the mugging that was like where they took that was the oddest They took his tickets. <laughs> Actually, you know what he was the most vocal about was when the young couple came out of the oh, and then yeah. they kicked the shit out of the poor old guy. The kid yes. was like, "What the hell, man?" Yeah, because they're like blaming him for the right. fact that they're going to get old. They're like, right. "Well, you're old, and we're going to get old." So, right. so we're taking it out on you. <laughs> no, the um, the motorcycle gang, which is, I guess, people get mugged, which sucks. Yeah, but it was like was very elaborate like they did like, some like figure eight yes there was choreographed motorcycling yeah, yeah. and it was like oh okay and, and the beating with plastic chains and oh my God, plastic brass knuckles and a plastic brass knuckle and a plastic and then, uh, pipe a pipe that was probably the inside cardboard of a of a paper towel just painted <laughs> yeah um i don't know and it's just I mean, I know there's still bikers and biker gangs, and some of them are bad, and motorcycle clubs, but it feels like very, like, this bygone thing to be afraid of, like, some bikers rolling up on you. 
know. I'm like, well, I, I yeah. feel like that was more like a setup to. It was like a, so they could segue to the next thing where he goes to try to get medical help, and they're yes. Like, Here's a Band-Aid. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Which is kind of true. A lot of people's experience. And also just the the going through the business process of getting taken advantage of. Yeah. 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 But it, was, it just seemed very elaborate, that whole scene to, it was to injure him. To just to, and again, know. I think they just wanted to use the vroom vroom sound. <laughs> I mean, you know. They had it. They're going to use it. Yeah. But um, Mo- I felt- Motorcycle sell tickets. Science. Science. <laughs> Facts from Caleb. Facts from Uncle Caleb. The long hair and heavy people need not apply. <laughs> I know. It was almost like they're like, don't judge these people for how they look, but judge these people for how they look. That's just funny. Um, I'm tucking my hair up under my hat. That's right. Going in to ask why. <laughs> um, hey, imagine that. <laughs> Me working for you. Oh, the signs. Signs. We didn't talk about the signs in this. All the signs are so much signage. (laughs) That was a great segue. Signs, signs, everywhere are signs. Right, but it's all like policy verbiage or 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 um like prescription pill. Yeah, you know warnings like your minimum income level or all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually found it was really affecting when he was watching kind of the slick business guy cowboy hat, like talking about, Oh, me and my father and we run this company and blah, blah, blah. And he's obviously very, um, you know, untrustworthy to us as the viewer and to our narrator. But then there's the other guy who comes over to be nice. And he's really the one who literally robs him blind. Right. Yeah. I found that to be really effective because that is, um, I mean, (laughs) We all get those calls like you want a boat or like we've been trying to reach you about your, you know, your, your, your auto warranty. Your yeah. auto warranty. It's expiring. Uh, or, five you know, times a day. Or people who are like, um, you know, I don't know. They just they have money in a bank account waiting for you. Yeah. Ex- oh, that's a good one. There's money. Wait- There's so many. And or like, you know, oh, look, Amazon called me. They said they- <laughs> there was a problem with my order. And it's like, no. <laughs> but and it's so it's so scary. Like, because yeah. this stuff yeah. really happens to people. And a lot of the times it's it's a generational difference. They don't understand right. that yeah. Amazon won't. I don't know, send you a text message that has misspelled words in it or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It has a bad grammar. Well, even my parents will tell me at least once a week, they're still getting the grandma or grandpa, whoever answers the phone. I'm in jail in Mexico. <laughs> what? I don't know about that one. Oh, really? Oh. Do you know about this one? I have read about this. <gasps> yeah. Oh, shit. I know there's so many. Yeah. Yeah. They call however they get, you know, the, the numbers for the elderly and they, yeah. you know, just pretend to be a grandchild uh, trying to get them to wire money so that they can, you know, get out of jail somewhere. Wow. That's so low. Yeah. This has been going on for years Mm -hmm. with them. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know there's other kind of similar schemes to that, but I hadn't heard that one and that they're still getting it. Um, And like, you can understand how like some people, especially maybe if they don't hear so well or whatever the situation may be, they may think it's true. They may think like, oh my God, they're coming to me because they can't go to their parents or you know, Maybe. that they need to save them somehow. That was the idea. But, and it's normal, yeah. nice people that, you know, get taken advantage of like this. It is. And the people on the other line of the phone are pretty, you know, I mean, they're aggressive. They are. So, 
if you're not ready for it. Yeah, I um I have a one of those services where it like filters out a lot of your calls, and then I usually just go through and block the numbers, mm-hmm. and that has really helped cut down on the weird spam calls. <laughs> but I still they're still they still happen. Um, I didn't know I had so many car warranties that were expiring. Oh, they're yeah, all expiring. I know. My 20-year-old truck, you know, which hasn't had a warranty in <laughs> 15 years. Right. Yeah. Do I want to win a boat? I do. <laughs> like, but <laughs> I know. Did I want to win that $100 Amazon gift card? Sure. But yeah. If you could spell Amazon right, then maybe I respond. <laughs> but so, I don't think that's how you spell that. Yeah. Sp- anyway. Spooky Boo Scary Story Time said, I like making phone trolls cry. Absolutely. Very good. You are doing Absolutely. God's work. I don't blame you <laughs> one bit. Um, so you mentioned the uh, the soldier, the old the yes. man and the and the dress, the uh, soldier outfit. Mm-hmm. That was basically it was a freak show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. Different, yeah. different. Yeah, uh, elderly in different um, stages of whatever it was. I guess or yeah, people in life. bathing suits and yeah. stuff. And, and the gentleman, yeah, exactly. The the veteran and everything. It was a freak show, and they were there laughing at them. Oh, that's so. And harsh. all they were was you know normal people. Normal people. Yeah. yeah. Normal people. That was very. I mean, that was. Yeah. And not, even someone who goes above and beyond, like the soldier represents. No, right. not good enough. Right. Exactly. Not good enough. So, that was a. Uh, that was, I mean, it was, you know, it was very easy to make that connection on that. It yeah. didn't take much, you know, <laughs> to go. That but, one was a, mm, so, I got gotcha, you, yeah, I got gotcha you one on that exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> but it was still yeah. bad. It was still bad, though. Still still bad to see. And then for me, honestly, like, like I had mentioned, but the most effective piece for me was when he went, after that, he ran and he kind of plopped on the a grassy knoll, basically. Then right. he met a nice little girl. Right. Who Don't offered... creep on kids, though. He creeps no, on kids he... a couple of times <laughs> in this film. And I know what they're trying to say, but it comes off a little bit of like I that. I think, but back in the day, again, in the 1973... Don't even. Don't I even. Think... Neil, do you know how many nice people <laughs> were the ones that abducted and hurt children? Right, I, I still think at that point, it was normal for people just to be nice to other people. You know what I mean? Like, you could say, hey, old people could... All my true crime people like me out there, we're all just shaking our heads. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> hate you are. to see that's, it. That's hate fine. to see it. But in 73, right, so the, this, this guy who's 70 years old, whatever he is, I'm saying he's, he's you know... He's 67? No, he's 71? Yeah, he, Jesus, I don't remember. He's somewhere in there. Just yeah. call it 70. We'll, we'll, can, we, can we compromise in 70? We'll round. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, so he's still thinking of, you know, life... In the 40s and the 50s, and you could go out into your neighborhood, and you know your the kids, and you it was okay to talk to kids that weren't yours because you were, you know, you were the adult and you knew kids. See, you're coming from a mindset of your crime stories because these because things happened then. These things very these nice, rarely. Oh, the Candy Man. Did oh, you the have nice kids man. making lampshades? No. no, they weren't making lampshades out of skin. No. Oh my God, Neil. I'm saying very rarely. You're so. Okay, can we just look at it from how George intended it? Sure, that he was just (laughs) trying to, he wanted to share his stories with the little girl, which is sad because that represents like people don't want to hear your stories anymore. But she did though. Yeah. Eh, For a while. No, it was oh, no, the mom she that packed to. up. It was yeah. the mom that was... Yeah, yeah exactly. That, nope, I took that as basically, this is your family. You can be with them yes. for a short while. Yeah. And, well, and then they're like, when they're done with you, they they're pack up and leave and they're out. That's it, stay. exactly. Yeah. And then he... And you get a he, piece of chicken. You got a piece of chicken out of it. <laughs> but then he breaks down just sobbing. Right. I mean, afterwards. And that broke my heart. 
Because yeah. that no, I think that does represent the the families. Right. Like you come and you have your little visit, and then you pack them up and you take them away. You don't have to worry anymore. The yeah. grandpa will be fine. It's you, fine. You've done your. You, you know, did your like obligation. You, you did your deed. You know. Yeah. yeah. But um. But I mean, that was the other way I took that with the kids in general. Um. Is that it's people don't want to hear from you anymore. Like when you're old, they don't want to hear your stories. They don't want to hear what you have to say. Right. It's like. <sighs> that you're kind of useless. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't feel that way, but that's, you know, the way society puts them out in like, uh, in a lot of ways, a lot of cultures, including ours, I think, you know, your value is that you work. And so if you are not working, then you have no value. And as, even if you've worked your whole life and you did everything right and you played by the rules and by the book, there's not something if you're not contributing actively yeah. in, yeah, in the workforce, yeah, then it's kind of like, what good are you? Right. We actually, in that um, short story collection I mentioned, there's a story that is super, super relevant to that. It's a science fiction one, and it's basically, I don't want to give away the whole conceit of it, but your body is owned by a company, and they own your limbs. <laughs> Let's okay. just put it that way. And there's a lot of these things, these parallels that you see where it's like, well, that's not good. You see it, you know, okay. that you have to have that value. Right. Um, uh, I was going to cut to the end. <laughs> cut to the end. We're, I think we're there. Yeah. Anyway. Um, cycle repeats itself, basically. It, no, he does. So, right. yeah. He old ends man. up being the old, dirty, disheveled man in the room yeah. crying <laughs> yeah right and it just all keeps going back and then new and then his clean, clean himself comes in and they yeah it yeah is, just repeats repeats, repeats. Or, we don't learn from the mistakes we don't learn from how people are treated and we just keep doing it all again yeah um and the lutherans didn't like that lutherans the lutherans had a problem with it uh wtf so how much more footage was there like, you know, I mean, they didn't make this final yeah. cut. That, Sound the floor well, I read they even did some reshoots too, and they still were like, "Not, nah. yeah, not <laughs> going for it." Was like, what the hell? <laughs> you wanted a five-minute little PSA about, you know, you made a horror of, movie. You know, be nice to the elderly, and you give us this hour-long. <laughs> people are shitting on old folks. <laughs> um, I know we all inappropriately <laughs> laughed at the part where he's being pursued. And there's one guy who's like really near the front and he's just going like this. He's just going like this. And it's like, it's so good because it's like, no, they told him, you know, run, wave your hands in the air. And he's like, like this, I go like this. And it's like, yeah, that's George was like, yeah, nailed it. It's fine. And then of course we all loved it when he like jumps around the corner and gives him the slip. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that was one of those. Yeah. Unintentionally, yeah, no, it was, bits. yeah, but it kind of feels like in a nightmare. You know, you can do stuff like that. Exactly, so no, exactly. It kind of fits with this whole kind of nightmare feeling of things. Yeah, um, and then I liked the, his monologue at the end, of course, mm-hmm. when he comes full circle, and he basically says, "Use whatever privilege you have to help people and to make a difference in society," and I think that's um, a great message. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is what he'd been trying to do the entire time. You know, he'd yeah. been trying to help people. Uh, in our little neck of the woods, um, 
I work in a day job that is associated with nonprofits. I'm in the nonprofit world. So I know a lot of other nonprofit-y people. And um, I care a lot about social justice and the environment and all this other stuff and animal rights. Um, you should care about those things anyway. But when it's literally stuff that you and your coworkers talk about every day, it uh, permeates a level. Um, and one person was telling me about how they're volunteering at the food bank. And even where we live, beautiful part, I mean, obviously there's people suffering in this beautiful part of the country. And we have a lot of unincorporated and far reaching places where there are folks who cannot get medicine and who cannot get food. And a lot of them are elderly and um, far flung. And for one such area, there's actually a male person who picks up their mail and also goes to the food bank and gets things that these people need because they can't get it any other way. And it can be as simple, I mean, as that, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, think about how are people getting the things they need? Because for those people, it's exactly like the people in the movie, you know, like they don't have a way to get that help and you don't think about it. You know, you don't, you take for granted the fact that you have a car or you can hop on the bus. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. Um, when I was a kid, a kid, one of my first jobs was a paper out in a senior citizen uh, mobile home park uh, delivering newspapers. And so I would have to every month go do collections and, and get money from them. And a lot of these people were, were just so lonely that they just wanted someone to talk to and totally. like something that should have taken me like half an hour to do, you know, would really take all day because I was just listening to stories, um, from these elderly people. Yeah. Sometimes it felt like a chore and sometimes it was actually quite interesting, you know, and, for but, the most part, but my yeah. mom, my mom broke it down for me and said like, look, they're lonely. They got no one else. You know, if you can sit there and talk to them for 10 minutes, you're doing something good. Yeah. So. Mom was right. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they just, just give an, give an ear. Everybody <laughs> wants to have people that care about them. Everybody wants to have people like that. Think about them that want to hear from them, want to have their voices and things heard and be not forgotten. Mm-hmm. That's a big way you can help. And that doesn't cost you anything. Right. You know, just, I mean, kindness is free. Absolutely. That's true. Yeah. Although we, we seem to think that it's a commodity that you, you know, that, <laughs> that you only sell. Yeah. But to, yeah, or something really. that we have to put on social media, you know. Oh, you have <laughs> to, to or likes. you didn't do it. So. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do it or it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I like talking, obviously. <laughs> As we all know. And I like talking to people and I like hearing people's stories and stuff and you know, you're, you might seem like you don't think you're interesting or whatever, but to other people, you're very interesting. And, you know, share, share that, share that love. I'm a, I'm a big fan of community. Absolutely. Community, especially the horror community. So the end of the film with our, our main actor, mm-hmm. like you said, he gives his outro monologue. <laughs> Basically, it's the amusement park need not end in a white room. So the white room, what do you think about the white room represents? What do you think that is? And you, I mean, is it, can you even quantify it? Is it just kind of like... It's very interpretive. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I, for me, it goes back to the cycle repeating the cycle, itself. Yeah, right. I would agree with that. But is it like a purgatory? Is it just... Or is yeah. it just a complete symbolism of just the place they 
I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Was, or was it anything? I don't, I don't know. I'm just wondering if you guys Purgatory? Yeah, because right. it is kind of a holding place. Right. Right. Where you're kind of in between wherever you just were, where you were well, happy. It's just like history, and it just keeps repeating itself, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, also, like, that's why it's really cool. I don't know. That just reminded me. It, it, and I think it's at the beginning of the movie. He talks about how a lot of the folks in the film, this was the first time they've kind of gotten to go out and do something and be a part of something in a long time. Yeah, right. And that is huge. And um, whenever you see those senior living community buses mm-hmm. and people are on there doing their thing, we just had um, reverse pride parade here in Sonoma <laughs> County that I was a part of where all the participants were stationary and cars drove around and all of like the buses from the retirement places Mm. were there just to be a part of it just to get to like say hey we see you you see us and we're part of the community as well and it was just it was very very touching cool yeah that's great well, there you go. So it's a 53-minute film that we have talked about for longer than our, <laughs> than our hour and a half long films. That's so, not quite true, is I, it? Actually, it is. We're actually doing pretty seven good. Seven minutes over? So seven minutes over. So I, for one, honestly, I found it very poignant. And um, the second time, especially when I was cutting through it, uh, much more touching, quite honestly. Yeah. So, and it scares me scares me all the hell to get to keep getting old. Because uh, I'm so close, <laughs> I'm so, so close. close, so close to that. It's okay, now. I'll take care. Of <laughs> Will you? Thank you. Um, I'm just gonna leave you in here. Let's be honest. We're all talking about how like we're gonna be better people after seeing this film, and then I'm like, not for Neil though. I'm gonna tell him I'm gonna take care of him, but then I'm just gonna leave you in the basement. Yeah. Yep. And I'll slide you like waffles under the door, and like. Oh, but all I wanted was a pair of Crocs. Yeah. <laughs> you won't listen to our movie theater stories over and over and. Over. I will. I'll just like I'll be there. Like yeah, uh huh. Cottingtown, right? <laughs> that was the good days. Uh, yeah, yep. cold, Ta- cold. Your, t- your ties <laughs> dropped in the popcorn oil. I know. I know. <laughs> oh man. Whoa. Not Siri. Me, me Siri. So anyway, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know. I thought they did a great job with this thing for what it was, and it's, it's really is. Depending how you look at it, it can be very scary, quite honestly. So, oh, yes. Yeah. I, mean, I guess for me, it's I, I actually kind of enjoyed talking about it with you guys more than... No, no, I'm saying I enjoyed talking about it more than I did watching okay. the movie. You know? Yeah. Like, discussing it with friends is, is better than watching it. watching it. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. A-R-P! <laughs> oh, yeah, same. I'm crossing my fingers. I, I don't know if there's requirements besides the age part, but I really hope I get in. I think it's just age. Yeah, okay, good. Thank God. They might call you ahead of time and, like, Amazon and ask you for... You want to no! Oh, anyway. so good. So to celebrate George Romero, we decided to have a little... George Romero trivia. I'm scared of this trivia. Oh, yeah, we'll see I what happens. Too, I, don't, I, I will tell you, like, if there's characters' names. We'll see what happens. Because I, yeah, I mean, I love George. You love George. We all love George. I mean, audience, obviously, you can help. Yes. We, we will take it. We all love George, but does that mean we're going to do well on this quiz? We'll see what it's about, exactly. We don't know how deep it goes. That's a good question. So, although you guys remember when we played some of our uh, FMK. Yes. There yeah. were some questions about 
George and Wes Craven. Yes, and I remember that question. And I think both of you would have killed George. I think you both killed George. And married Wes Craven and did something else, whoever that third guy was. Well, I, I was the only one that married George. I just want to point that out. You were, but there was a were. question I asked once. Yes, I was. About Hitchcock let, yeah, no, pull if, out if you those. could bring one director back, yes, I recall Hitchcock oh or Romero, oh and you chose Hitchcock. Look, I did. Look at Caleb with the receipt. And but the receipt. I made the right choice because George came back anyway, so it's okay. You and I both chose. You and I both said, you know, like he Hitchcock. he had a lot of good things to say. Hitchcock. We wanted to hear more from Hitchcock. <laughs> right. I think that was fair. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I you know, you. Yes. We were going to kill Romero. Maybe we did say that one time. you also wouldn't bring him back from the dead. So. Correct. <laughs> because I knew I didn't need to. The scales are even. Romero of the dead didn't need to happen. He was his own man. Scott? Yes. Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> Scott's All got right. control. Oh, I always have control. You just uh, play <laughs> in my space. We think we have free will. We do not have free will. <laughs> All right. Scott is the puppet master. So this uh, quiz comes from HowStuffWorks.com. Some of Romero's earliest work was on this kid-friendly TV show. Sesame Street, The Jetsons, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. The Neighborhood. Neighborhood. The Neighborhood. It is Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Ding. I mean, I don't deserve any of they that. They filmed that somewhere in that area. This is they? a team. Yes, that's why, yeah. I mean, because it was filmed there, yeah, wasn't okay. it? I think that area, yeah. And then, because uh, Sesame that. Street was New York, but that was like Pittsburgh. Pittsburghian. Pennsylvanian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So what year did Romero's iconic Night of the Living Dead come out? 1958? No. 1968? Yes. 1978? No. We all, we all know this one. 68. Big fan of that one. film ding, here ding, at the ding. Cold Show. I wrote it down right there. Ah! <laughs> How come this one doesn't ding? I don't know. Scott does the ding. He well, is the ding. I am the ding. Ding. Okay. I'm, ding. I'm the ding dong. It's <laughs> appropriate. How many films in the Dead series did Romero direct? Two, four, or six? Actually direct, though? Four? No, six, two. Six, four. Six. Say, I believe six. you. <laughs> which, which, what were they? Night, living, I'm sorry, night, <laughs> dawn, living of the day, living dead. land, survival, and diary. Oh, diary. Diary. The diary six, of Anne Frank zombies. Ding, 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 ding. Yay. Ding. I freaking, I ding. forgot about diary. Diary? <laughs> and survival, for that matter, yeah. I yeah. haven't seen three Actually, of those. I haven't seen three survival. of those. Diary so. before survival. <laughs> it's fine either way. Right? Diary before survival? Yeah, people yeah. are like, sure. No, whatever. <laughs> Can we go now? <laughs> whatever. In the original Night of the Living Dead, who is the only character to survive the night in the farmhouse? Ben, Karen, or Tom? That's almost a trick question. It is almost a trick question. Yeah. I mean, Ben's the only one who... Survive until the... He survived the night because he comes out in the day. Right, and they shoot him. Yeah. Spoiler! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler for a movie that came out in 1968. <laughs> I mean, say Ben. Do we all see Phil? Yeah, about that? Ben! ben. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they ben. tried to trick They tried to trick us. We they saw tried. through it. We can't put the wool over our eyes. Where were most of Romero's movies filmed? 
Pennsylvania, California, North Carolina. We gave, Pennsylvania! We gave you the answer. <laughs> it is Pennsylvania. Ding, ding, ding. Yay. You ever been there? Pennsylvania, I've never been. I never have, no. Never been? No. I don't think I have. I don't think so, no. Anybody who's watching or never listening, are you from Pennsylvania? Game. What? Never went to a Steelers game. Never went oh, to a Steelers no. game. <laughs> went to a manufacturer that was building... Some part of the movie no. theater there. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> that think. seems to be most of your travel stuff. So that's a lot of it. Yeah. 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 Sandra, would you believe that I did not know until this very moment that Pittsburgh was in Pennsylvania? Yes, I would. Oh. So, no offense to anybody that lives in Pennsylvania or Pittsburgh. <laughs> Producer Scott is horrible at geography, especially same. his own country. Same. Um, especially he, our own country. Yeah, you're the same. I'm the same. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I'm not saying like I'm brilliant at geography, but I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at it too. Not yeah. that I, not maps. Don't ask me to drive places no. or get anywhere. No. Don't ask me to. She gets out of the elevator and she goes the wrong way every time. I do go the wrong way every time. I know. I just turn around a little circle until somebody sets me the right way. And then. You know, I'm going to rephrase that. My own country and the world. I have no (laughs) idea where anything is. I really don't. Like, it's. You know, I'm reading articles about something happened here and there. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. But I have no idea what's, you know, what's going on or what's even around it or. Nothing. It's not my thing. Nah, it's not your thing. Is it okay. Pennsylvania where the vampires are? Yes, it is. Okay, perfect. Okay, I Count got that one. Dracula right, was from Pennsylvania. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> it was a transsexual from Pennsylvania. It's <laughs> perfect. Could you imagine? That would have just kind of takes it out of the Nice way to do it. Yeah. We should update that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did that. What's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? In Night of the Living Dead, a probe from this planet transformed the dead into zombies. Mars, Mercury, or Venus? I don't remember the planet. I don't remember the planet. I do. What is it? It's the one that's associated with women. Venus. Venus. Of course. It is Venus. Ding, yes. ding, ding. Oh, thank God. Ding, ding. Thank God. <laughs> it's in the, 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 tel- the news broadcast. When they're in the home, they're like, strong radiation has been blah, 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 from the probe that returned from Venus kind of thing. Venus. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Okay. What role did Romero play on screen in Night of the Living Dead? Reporter. Is this another trick question? Zombie, doctor, or reporter? Oh, reporter. Yay! Ding, ding, ding. Hey, did you know that he's in the amusement park? <laughs> <laughs> he was a dick. <laughs> He was. As you Australians say, he was a dick. (laughs) What a dick. He keeps saying it. That's the one word I can say. I can say Australian. (laughs) In Australian? Oh my god. In Australian. That bloke's a dick. He's a dick. Right, hungry? You would think I was right from there. I'm sure hungry just did a I double know, Hungry's take. like, eh, more New Zealand. <laughs> more New Zealand, yeah. He's more of a, yeah, Taika Waititi. He's maybe. more of an undiscovered continent. Nobody yes. knows. Hungry says you went Dutch. Dutch? Hungry doesn't know. Hungry doesn't know. What is hungry now? <laughs> What's next? What did producers use to make blood in Night of the Living Dead? Pig's blood? Oh, Jesus. Water and food coloring? Chocolate syrup. Chocolate, chocolate syrup. syrup. Yeah. I would say chocolate syrup, but 
It is chocolate syrup. Ding, ding, ding. Probably I don't know where I heard that from, but yeah. It's in there. It's stuck in my craw. I guess so. Isn't that the, he also, isn't Hitchcock Hitch used that too? Yeah. So oh. I think everybody was just using chocolate That's syrup. That's why I was kind of like, wasn't sure. Now that was the chocolate mm. syrup crisis oh, of the 1950s. You know I, I wonder if I heard the Hitchcock thing and you just sort of associated it. it. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people, because it looks perfect. But it's in black and white. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Viscous. That's Caleb flying out of the seat of his pants there. Hitchcock. That's why we're a team. <laughs> That's why we're a team. What, uh, sorry, when did Romero release Dawn of the Dead, his second film in the series? 78. Yes. 10 years later, ding, exactly. Ding, ding. 78, yeah. 78. Neil doesn't even need multiple choice. Where is Dawn of the Dead set? A mall, an office building, or a farmhouse? Oh a mile. Mile. park. <laughs> Trick question. Music park. Yeah. Mall. It is a mall. It is a mall. It is. It is. I don't feel like even giving that a ding, ding, ding. If I know the answer. Yeah, if you know. Yeah. It's like a one ding. Um, I know that, like, capitalism is still a problem. Totally get that. But I feel like malls aren't a problem anymore. <laughs> There's, like, not a lot of malls left. Uh, or a lot of them are outdoors. Yeah, they're more yeah. of a shopping center. Those are called lifestyle centers. Scott. Lifestyle centers, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Get it right. It's just kind of, um, like... They used to be cold, yeah. now they're movie theaters. So. <laughs> it was a Mervyn's. It was a Mervyn's. <laughs> you know, I put a lot of work into that theater, and you keep mocking me, <laughs> making fun of me. Okay. And look where it is now. Yeah. Now it's a Cinemark. Thank you, Cinemark. <laughs> <laughs> Bold. I know. That's that's here forever. Take, take a stand. <laughs> Unless you edited it you out. Know? Nope. I, I, I give that. You're either that. with us or against I mean, us. You know, agreed. I hope <laughs> their stock drops. <laughs> I hope it's right. <laughs> That's I mean, how do you really feel, Neil? Sorry. Hate some. <laughs> No, hates them. No, they, they, Let's yeah, move on. That, yeah, no, this right. is fun. Right. No, 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 no. <laughs> Poop in a bucket, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Uh, what state does the 1985 film Day of the Dead take place? I know. I know. I don't. Jam. I don't. <laughs> Extra points, I guess, if I don't give the multiple choice. Yeah, what is it? Florida. Florida. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, you, Florida know man. I, you know what? I did know that. <laughs> Day of the Dead? I know everything about he Day knows, of the Dead. That's his thing. That is his film. If is Michael was in a zombie film, it'd be Day of the Dead because he loves Florida. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that, but you know what? You nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Florida. What is the name of the zombie proof vehicle in Land of the Dead? I'm going to need a multiple choice. <laughs> it's like a two-word name. The zombie no, mobile? Nope. Uh, the, the, the something killer. The, zo- oh. the unpeople mover? Nope. The dead reckoning? Yes, dead reckoning. Oh, it's got to be that. The unpeople mover. That's a Disney thing. The people mover. <laughs> people mover, yeah. 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 That's so Disney. It's not, even, it's not even in Disneyland TikTok. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> what year did Romero release his Fifth film in the series, Diary of the Dead. Diary before. Oh. 1997, 2007, 2017. It's got to be 07. 07, because 2017 wouldn't have been close to the last one. Well, Land of the Dead came out. Land of the Dead was like 05-ish. Okay. So it'd have to be 07. 07. Yeah. Okay. Going with 07. Ding, ding, ding. Good job, team. We worked out the problem. Your your logic is sound? It is sound. It's very sound. Poop in a bucket, people. <laughs> don't 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 knock it. 
I know. tried it. Can we make a song about that? Let's not. Let's do it. It's sort of like the SNL. <laughs> yeah, right. Pee in a box. Dana poop box. in a bucket. Is there more questions? Hey, UPS. There are more questions, yes. And this one is not about the Dead series. Oh. What genre did Romero choose for his second film, There's Always Vanilla? I've never seen that. Never seen that film. I have not seen it because of the genre that it is. <laughs> but I know what genre it is. What genre is it? It's like a comedy or like a romantic comedy. Is that on there? Romantic comedy is an option, and romantic comedy is correct. What were the other options? Musical or horror? I actually, th- I would, I would watch a Romero musical. Yeah, hell yeah! I watch anything Romero. Oh, I should watch I, that one. I've actually. never even heard of it. Yeah, they well, since like you know, sometimes you see these things come up of like his other films he did. Yep. But I've never watched any of there's his a, other um, films. There's a there's a um, like Arrow. Is it Arrow Films? One of those one of those DVD releasers did a in between. Night and Dawn series. Oh, so they, mm. they did like a the ones that came in between sixty eight and seventy eight. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Huh. He was doing other stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, like the amusement park. Yeah, for instance. Okay, what's the original title of the ninety seven Romero flick season of the witch? Oh my god, I know this. I know this. I know this. Uh, multiple choice. Multiple choice. <laughs> Hungry wives. Naked Hungry witch- wives. <laughs> Hungry. Oh my god, that is so funny. <laughs> Naked Witches, The Coven. The Coven. I have no clue. The Coven. I have no clue on this one. I don't know. No? No. no. Is it no? No. The original title is Hungry Wives. Oh! <laughs> Hungry is wives. Hungry, it's you. It's you, Hungry. It's you. <laughs> Isn't Season of the Witch have another title as well? I never knew I had another title. Not like an original title, but another title. <laughs> no. Like Halloween Caleb, 3? Caleb, look it up. <laughs> Halloween 3, you season of the witch? What, what, what am I Hungry of at? the witch? Hungry. <laughs> hungry like the witch. Cooey of the witch. <laughs> and I'm hungry like the witch. All right, what's next, Scott? What's the, what's the name? Caleb, will look it up and we'll come back. What's the name of the movie? Season, season of the witch. Of the witch. <laughs> I've never heard of it. <laughs> what was the name of the virus in the 1973 film The Crazies? Minnie, Annie, or Trixie? Trixie. Very good. I like the crazies. I like the crazies. It is Trixie. I'm so proud of you. I love you. Crazies. Season of the Witch with Nicolas Cage? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Baby Nicolas Cage. He was like an infant when they made that one. He was still Coppola at that point. All right, let's see. Have you shown the crazies for the fun series? Halloween 3 <gasps> season of The Witch? Can I put in a request? Yeah. 1972 season of The Witch. Is that the one? Yes. Yes. Right. Well, this is ni- 73. This quiz might close be enough. wrong. All right, Scott, what's next? What this was so strange about the wrong. title character in the 1978 film, Martin? Wait, say that again? What was so strange about the title character in the 1978 oh, film? I know this one. Martin. I know this one. Um, it's a um, it's a monkey. No, what? Isn't it a monkey? No. <laughs> no. What's the options? He's a vampire? He's a vampire, yeah. <laughs> Even I know that. I don't know who's in the movie. He's a vampire. He's a vampire. He's a, a monkey? Yeah, a monkey. <laughs> Okay, right, right here it says... You're thinking of Monkey Shines? Hungry, no, hungry, I know that's Hungry a... Wives. It says Hungry Wives. Hmm. I thought it was one of those ones that had, like, Seasonal Witch slash this name. 
Like Hungry a, Wives. Think season okay. of The Witch Hungry starring Nicholas Cage. Hungry Wives. <laughs> Hungry Eyes. I no, look but, into your eyes. You're my Hungry Wives. Um, I, no offense, Hungry Boy. Apologies for not singing, you hung, Hungry Eyes is, to me, one of the creepiest songs in the entire world. Because it's creepy if it's literal. And it's also just stalkery and gross. You love it that fucking No, I don't. It's, you? I, for, you know, Patrick Swayze, give it up for the guy. I mean, any any actor that tries to do I, the music thing. No offense, Patrick Swayze, but I can't. But I, I can't but talk. But there's a lot no, of places no, I can't follow Patrick Swayze. We cannot Swayze. talk ill will bad about Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't do it. <laughs> you just can't do That's it. True. No, Neil, I can't, I can't. I can't. He's you like can't. the wind. You shouldn't. He's you like can't. the wind. He's like the wind. He is <laughs> the wind. Very good. No, I, I mean, he's out of our league. <laughs> Low claps for Caleb. He could keep going. Roadhouse. <laughs> oh, that's too good. It's so a lot of things I like about Just Mr. Swayze. There's a lot of things we don't see eye to eye on. There goes my mic. All right. You should lose your mic over to the Swayze. <laughs> This you quiz is very long. I um, we have to okay, call Scott, it we lost point. everyone. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask two more questions. Sounds, no, two is, two, two is appropriate. Two more questions because I think you'll like these. One, what is the name of the evil monkey in Monkey Shine? Martin, obviously. Martin, yeah. According to Sam. Okay. <laughs> What is the movie where there's a monkey? monkey shines? No, it's not monkey shines that I'm thinking it of. Is, I don't know. And I haven't even seen. <laughs> I swear to God, am I thinking of Fluffy? <laughs> a cream show? He's not a monkey. He's not not a monkey. Maybe you think it's like a Tales from the Dark Side? I'm not sure what you're thinking I'm of. I'm tripping out. It could you be are. anything. It's the heat. It's the heat. It's the heat. The monkey's name is Ella, by the way. In um, Monkey Shines. Monkey Shines. Ding, ding, ding. And finally, I've never question. seen Monkey Shines. No. It's and I feel like Neil is not allowed to answer this one. No, he's been our lifesaver. Yeah. In well, all of this. this is a team sport. <laughs> I won't answer unless they don't know it. Played by Joe Hill, who is the young comic book lover in Creep Show? Oh, we were just talking about this. <laughs> It seems like Timmy or Tommy or Trinket or something. <laughs> Timmy or Tommy or Tinker Toler, Taylor Soldier Spy. Is it Jimmy? He's one of those t- names. I don't remember his name. <laughs> What's his name? I'll get, I'll, is it Billy? I'll, I'll, Billy! Yes, it is! Wait, he's Billy too? Who's, who's Billy 1? In the second movie, was that a Billy? No, we're talking about only part, part one, aren't you? Well, yeah, but is the little boy always named Billy? <laughs> was he Billy in part two? So I don't remember. He's part Billy, two. and Adrian Barbeau is also just yes. call me Billy? That's yes. what I'm saying. There's Billy so many too. Billies. There's too many Billies. Okay. There's right. Hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> There's Billy Eilish. <laughs> There's the Billies that. Billy that Bob Thornton. Meat. <laughs> oh, God, I hate that one. Meat God. eating Billies. <laughs> Oh my god, that was the original Dave, Dave Crazies. No, wasn't that the Dave Matthews song? Meat eating Billy's. <laughs> that what it is? Or is it Trippin' with Billy's? Trippin' Billy's. Trippin' Billy's. Okay. I think I think it was definitely. I'm sorry, Caleb, but you're wrong. <sighs> oh, we're having a fun time. 
Oh, actually, I okay. One more? No, I, is that I, it? I, I, have, I have, just interesting fact. What okay. role did Romero play in the Silence of the Lambs? Oh. That's okay. You, An I, audience member knew. Laura, no, I don't know the answer. Laura, Laura says he's one of the detectives. Well, what, the options are murder victim, prison guard, or ambulance driver. A prison guard? Yeah. yeah. Correct. That's so cool. I didn't Laura. Know that. Do you remember which scene it is? Yeah, when they were either... Uh, in prison? It's either, the it's either the elevator scene or when they noticed what he did in the cell. <gasps> oh, okay. Oh, okay. See the elevator? I never knew yeah. that. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's so cool. I love knowing things like that. Thank you. So, Scott, we got one wrong. Sure. Is that correct? We got one? <laughs> that cancels all out. We didn't get season of the witch right, right? Correct? Correct. A witch question. Yeah. We Ooh. got wrong. I got wrong. I know Dang. the song season of the witch. I know Halloween 3 season of the witch. The song? That's a great song. It's a great song. And it's redone yeah. like a thousand times. It is. Lana Del Rey did it recently. She did a great version. Yeah, I like her version too, but you can't be Donovan. You know what? I've listened... Um, is Donovan Doc- the OG? He's awesome. I love Donovan, first of all. Yeah. But Dr. John did a great version. Oh, I love Dr. It's John. Really great. Yeah, he's um, my dude. There's several good versions of it, actually. I'm actually it's impressed. It's a great song. Yeah. You're impressed by what? By what? That I know that? No, there's so many good versions of it. I'm going to hit you with my crotch. Because a lot of times I'm not like, people do covers of songs. I'm like, you're that guy. There's a lot of good covers of that song. Yeah, there is. It's a great song. Yeah. Hell of a song. Hell of a song. Hell of a song. I love covers. (laughs) He killed Oh my God. He's like, you know what's better than the original? The cover. Caleb's a radar. One one of the times, Neil, Neil, to this day, I, you know. Eating billies. I once told him that I like White Lion's version of Golden Earrings Radar Love better than the original. And he gave me, like, this look that just, like, exuded, like, are you a fucking idiot? You're the worst person. But I still stand by it. The disdain. <laughs> Wait, I still what's feel the song? Radar, Radar Love. Love. <laughs> Made famous, written by Golden Earring, Golden Earring. from Epic the drum solo. 70s or something. White yeah. Lion did a version of it in the late 90s. Um, guess which song I have in my playlist right now to this I w- day. I feel like we all need to listen to it and make our decision. Okay. Because I don't think I even know what this song is. It's okay. Fair enough. But is this it's sp- just one of those things that like has always stuck with me. Yeah. Like, Apparently, the, the, I apologize if I have no, 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 so. no, 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 Oh, my God, he's no, preparing no, this. No, that's, that's not my point. My point is, I that's love that. covers. I love different takes on I things. I bet you, I think I it's love, cool. I love, like, yeah. you know, taking a song and, like, sort of redoing it, you know. I mean, it's kind of like if you use sampling in the right way, too. And give credit. Um, well, I like hip-hop, too, so sampling's fine. Sampling's but, you know, good. other people, you know, have a huge problem with it, but. Oh, you know, and people, then there's sometimes people you know, don't like covers like either. Whitney Houston. I will always love you. Not her song as a Dolly Parton song, and she sort of like made it her own. So yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> With Kevin Costner, <laughs> I'm like the wind. <laughs> so coming up next week, what are we doing? We are doing. Well, it's kind of, it's going to be kind of a little something different. It's, it's a, it is and it isn't. It isn't. Oh, it is and it isn't. I guess for formatting, you'll see. But we are doing Carnival of Souls. Carnival of Souls. Yeah. And we have a little little something special. A little special guest joins us. Some souls. Some souls. <laughs> yes. We went out and harvested some souls. We go from an amusement park to a carnival. 
Wow. Oh, it's like summer fun. It's yeah. summer fun at the cult show. Did we play on that? We did, yes. But you know we what? We got really fucking lucky, right? Yes, yes, we did not. <laughs> we planned everything months in advance at the cult show. No, that's genre junkies. So, oh, right. right. <laughs> so if you join us next week, Carnival of Souls, the lead actress from the film, Candace Hillegoss is joining us, actually. So yeah. it's really spectacular. The, the lovely, the lovely Candace Hillegoss. Yes, wonderful. And I got to wear her ring. <laughs> we got to wear Candace's ring. She wore it ring. well. All right. Check out Carnival of Souls. You can get it on what? Where Where could you find it? Uh, it's pretty much everywhere. Everywhere. I yeah. watch it on Prime. You can it's, get it on YouTube. You can, yeah. yeah, it's a public domain film. Yeah, yeah there's so, so many ways. Yeah. So no one has any excuse to not do their homework Yep. this yeah. week. It's true. Do no, the homework. True. Should we say there will be some form? It's a little different formatting. We'll see if they catch it. Oh, yeah, it's so subtle. You might not <laughs> realize. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Mark Vision True says Candace. Hungry Boy says Candace. Everybody Yay. loves Kansas. Cool. Everyone loves Can- Kansas? Kansas. Kansas. Any Candace. Any Candace. All right. Candace is plural. I'm going to Candace City. <laughs> Candace City, here I come. Here I come. All right. Let's stick the fork. Or the spoon. That's, please don't dirty it. (laughs) (laughs) In this episode. Thank you guys so much. We love you again. Laura, Michael, Mindy, thanks for being here. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, peepers. Uh, Be kind to the elderly. Be kind to everybody. Happy Father's Day. Unless you're an asshole. Happy Father's Day. You get what's coming. Happy Father's Day. The Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon. It's a, um, it's a monkey. No, what?